Hi there. This is the podcast, Miracles Manifesting. Thank you for joining me. Okay, I am not sure what I'm going to be talking about today. It's the same thing as what happened last week. So this is really just spur of the moment type stuff. I'm currently looking through my notebook to see if something um, jumps out at me. Last week, we talked a little bit about um, the ego when it comes to positions of leadership. I told a story about a drum circle where I showed up and the individual, um, the woman who was leading the drum circle, I think she got too carried away with, um, with, just in her head what she wanted to happen and how she wanted it to happen and it was a bit I pointed out that there was a transgression there because um, it wasn't necessarily the audience for it even though everyone who was there or most everyone who was there was there to drum you know very interested in drumming she um she sort of like insisted that everyone learn the uh, history of the drum when it comes to a woman's perspective when it comes to um, perhaps even I'm not even sure how to label it but like you know neo-pagan feminist drumming perspective or what have you and there and I as I pointed out it's it's not to say that it's not a legitimate subject. It is. And um, how uh, drumming first may have come to be to honor, you know, women's cycles, that kind of thing. I get it. You know, there's, there is a time and a place for that. But what I couldn't help but wonder is um, if she was knowingly kind of taking advantage of this opportunity to sort of almost in a way uh, force this knowledge onto people which is a kind of transgression it's one thing if people if you say would you like to learn about the history of the drum when it comes to um, when it comes to women or uh, perhaps you're not aware of you know there's this whole feminine history to it whatever broach the subject see how it's reacted to see how um, you know maybe talk a little bit about it and say if you're more interested you can look up this resource that resource whatever but the fact that she just seemed to like hold the drum circle hostage just to get this particular kind of information across I um, I was offended by and because because there were at least three men there who had not um, they were not aware of this because I wasn't aware of it it wasn't in the description at all this little pre drum circle history um, talk <laughs> that she launched into and it, 
perhaps I'm going a little too in depth into this. If you're <laughs> if you're more interested, you can listen to the podcast from last Sunday, last week's. But basically, it was just this this um, informational session. So, okay, what I'm trying to say is it could work against, I mean, if people are subjected to um, information and um, like in this way where it's almost forced upon them, it's, it's like a bit of a sabotage it is what it felt like or a bit um, like, a, I mean, a, I described it as a transgression and that's exactly what it was because the drum circle was advertised a certain way and everyone showed up and then that is not how it went down. Um, It was not just everyone celebrating the joy of music, being able to make music with whatever you have on hand um, and just celebrating in, in, um, the joy of that it was like this whole lecture beforehand and it just felt like it had that whole like oh I've got this I've got these uh, these guys here and I'm gonna like tell them you know about women's history when it comes to the drum bam ba bam 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 you know it felt like here you go <laughs> like had this um a, a somehow this subtle aggression to it and that's what I was offended by and I think it's something that we all it's important that we examine that within ourselves are we forcing our uh, viewpoints onto people are we um when it comes to leadership, are we properly acknowledging the energy of the group that we are leading? And are we able to switch things up and, and uh, adapt? Or is it about like our egos and like this goal that we have in mind? And I don't know, you know, maybe uh, it could, it's like a form of, um, Uh, a protest on her part right perhaps or a form of um, what's the word I'm thinking of when when people um, you know stand up for a cause or they oh gosh I forget the exact there's a word I'm looking for but on her part she may see it as like a legitimate act because because um, it's she feels it's so important for the information to get out there I don't know something to think about so anyway there's a seven minute recap I hope it's not too boring uh, but yeah we talked about that a little bit last week and then um, so this week let's talk I guess one of the ideas I was kind of considering was um, something to do with nature and um, I just want to talk about 
about the the ability to be able to go into nature and uh, really heal. There's when it when it comes to the different natural environments uh, around us that we can seek out. There's great possibility there for healing, and um, and it's just a fascinating thing. So. I'm reminded of uh, a mentor of mine. She had adrenal cancer many years ago. I guess this is 2013, maybe. And I was pretty surprised at the time because as smart and as wise and spiritually gifted as she was, she could not seem to come up with a solution as to how she wanted to proceed forward in terms of uh, cancer treatment, whether she should do this, whether she should do that, whether she should choose option C. And she gathered all of her friends and mentors and women that she admired, all these wise, gifted women, and said, what should I do? What should I do? And she just popcorned, you know, people's answers. But this went on and on. I mean, it just stretched out for weeks. And she eventually missed her window of opportunity. And she was in the process of, of dying at that point. And that basically, her decision was not to make a decision. Um, and I just remember at the time, I mean, it's ultimately her path. We have to respect uh, what people choose for themselves, um, however they go about doing it. And But I was frustrated because I just thought, you know, I wish that she would figure it out. <laughs> it was like, go into the woods and don't come back out until you find an answer for yourself. That was my perspective at the time. And it still is for a lot of things, for a lot of people. Um, when people are really struggling with life decisions, go to the woods, go to nature, hang out for as long as you need to until you come back with some kind of answer. And I mean, when you're there, of course, we're talking um, praying, we're talking meditating, but praying, I mean, connect with God, universal energy, source spirit, your um, guardian angels, your your loved ones who have passed, passed on, you know, help me, <laughs> help me figure out what I'm doing, send me clear guidance. Um, pray to the woods around you, you know, the trees, give thanks, the rocks, give thanks, the stream, please give me, you know, information and, and guidance and wisdom, and it'll come, stay, and then stay open, and um, so I think it's important that people connect more than ever, it's important that people connect with these um, nature spots around us and um, nature itself on all levels. 
sit in a tree <laughs> um, at the base of a tree. It's like Buddha sitting at the, the base of the Bodhi tree to get until um, he received enlightenment. That, it reminds me of a story. Um, when I was younger, I was very much into partying and drinking and doing drugs. And so I went to several different colleges um, before I dropped out completely <laughs> uh, for many years until I eventually went back to school um, to complete what I had started. But in uh, one of the colleges that I went to, I was, I had a group of party friends and we, friends, quote unquote, um, and we went camping in the middle of nowhere <laughs> in like West Virginia um, and got stinking, stinking drunk and high and whatever else. So during the night, at some point, I wandered away to pee, but I, I blacked out, okay? So I think I remember like starting to walk away and then I blacked out. And when I came to, I was in the middle of <laughs> nowhere. It was pitch black. <laughs> I could not see. I didn't know where I was. I was in the woods. I couldn't hear anything. I'm fairly certain I called out several times. Um, nothing. So I managed to feel like my way to the, the base of a tree and sat down <laughs> on the ground at the base of this tree. Um, like biggish kind of tree. I don't know what it was. Maybe an oak. I don't know. An oak might be, it was big, but not too big, but big enough to, um, support my, the back of my torso, like leaning against it. So, uh, and I hunkered down and I was cold. I was cold. I was wearing like jean shorts and a, a t-shirt because it was summertime, but it got really cold. Uh, maybe it was in the fall. I don't know. But anyway, so I had to pull my arms into the t-shirt and just kind of um, hold on to my knees. <laughs> and I got through the night, but because I couldn't move any, I couldn't see to, to move. So um, that tree was really there for me. And I have had a few experiences with trees where I was, um, I was very sad this other time. I was grieving this particular situation in my life and uh, I sat in a tree and it helped to heal me. And there was another, I've just sat in trees in different, <laughs> different, at different times in my life. But I just now remember another tree I used to sit in when I lived in Sedona for a short time, that was a juniper. Um, so I want you for your homework for this next week to 
have some sort of experience with nature, with and in nature and um, seek for, if you're looking for healing concerning something or some sort of um, answer regarding a tough situation that you're dealing with, seek it out in nature. And that is what I want for, for you and for everyone to really start understanding the, um, the beautiful potential of love and healing and, and positive transformation that can come with and through nature. So the next morning, or when it started to get light, I was able, I got up and I was, you know, de determined to try to find my way back. And somehow I did. I have no idea how. It's one of those situations where clearly I was being watched over uh, by my guardian angels, what have you, because somehow I, I just like walked in a direction <laughs> and walked my way to the campsite eventually. And I really, really, really don't know how because there's no path. I was like in the middle of the woods. So I walk <laughs> onto the campsite and everyone is sleeping like it's sleeping bags. And um, so I just remember they were all like, what? <laughs> what in the heck? You come walking out of the woods, the brink of dawn. <laughs> and the thing is, no one had even like realized that I was gone, which is kind of sad in itself. But then, then again, everyone was so drunk, right? But it would have been nice if someone had realized that I was missing. But then again, you know, that could have been a very chaotic situation with all these um, drunks stumbling around in the woods. I mean, forget about it. So it happened the way the way it worked out was, I'm sure, the best way. All in all for everyone's safety. And um, but that is my story of how a tree sheltered me for the night and um, you know I'd like to say that I had uh, some sort of like major epiphany during that night with the tree but I don't remember it being I mean I still kept up with my party and shenanigans for um, several more years I don't I think it it was one of the things that helped get me uh, to my to where I am today it helped change me in some uh, way it was like a puzzle piece that fit, that fit into place but there was still a lot I had left to work out I don't know if I ever properly like acknowledged that um, that situation of the night at the tree I, what I'm trying to say is I'm sure I'm sure it um, helped me in positive ways. I just don't know how much I acknowledged it at the time. And, but I acknowledge it now. Thank you, tree. Oh, I love trees. I also have another tree that I really connected with at a house. Um, that 
yeah <laughs> a few trees but that tree was just gorgeous that was I called that tree mother tree um, and perhaps that'll be a, that'll be a story for another time because it's already 20 minutes but trees will come and go and um, in our lives and so just take time to kind of connect with with the trees that you love or and I'm going on and on about trees but your nature experience could be anything could be like a meadow with flowers um, the beach so go for it I encourage you this uh, thank you for being patient during these kind of like spur of the moment um, guidances is what I call them God guidances and uh, perhaps next week I'll have more a more planned out one or not I don't know <laughs> I'm just I guess what I'm trying to say is thank you for hanging with me while I uh, practice these and polish them up a little bit I think I'm going to focus on having shorter um, recaps so I hope this was helpful I hope you got something out of it stay tuned for more of these miracle manifesting podcasts every week on Sunday evenings and um, you have your homework thank you so much I may may you be safe and well